listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Apparently, we've got something pressing here. What, uh, what, do, you mean, what do you mean pressing? Well, the phone number is 480-470-KSLX. Okay. Um, what's up? I'll try to make this quick here. Um, I won two tickets to the Six concert Friday night from you guys, okay? Yeah. Anyway, I went through a messy divorce recently, and I asked somebody to go with me, and now she got sick, okay? Right. So I got nobody to go with, and I know you guys are going to be there with your little table or whatever <laughs> at Friday night. We may right. bring along our little table, yes. And your little table, too. <laughs> Whatever you got going there, you said you're going to be there. But anyway, is there any way you could put out, like, on your website or even there for that night that, hey, I know this guy's got a free ticket for somebody, but you got to meet my credentials. Oh, meet your credentials. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, there's got to be a female got to be no attachments, no boyfriend, no husband, nothing like that. She's right. got to be at least 50 years old. You know, I <laughs> I, I think we're going to swipe left on that idea. Ooh. You're going to swipe left? You can't do anything? I mean... Denied. I don't know what to do. I don't want to eat this ticket. I'm not... I don't want to take some freaking... some guy or something, but... Right. You got a buddy, don't you? You got a friend, right? Yeah, but they're all busy, man. I don't know a whole lot of people down here. I just moved down here about a year ago. I got gotcha. you. But, yeah, I'd rather go with a female, if you know what I mean. I understand that. Kind of know what you mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's nothing you can put on your website or anything? No, no. Here's And, no. Here, and here's why that, that, not to besmirch your fine reputation, but can you imagine if we set a, a, somebody up with somebody else and something bad happened, the amount of legal issues we'd have to deal with? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. Just from a practical standpoint, we'd lose everything, including our little table. Yeah. Oh, not your little table. Wow. Well, <laughs> then we'll then we'll forget about that. You know. Okay. The qu first question you I have to know, ask just... yourself when taking a new job is, what is the benefits package? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I was just checking because it's got, coming up close here, and it's like, oh, what the hell should I do? So, okay, I just thought I'd give you a ring and. All right, man. Thanks a lot. That's Friday, we can't Friday help night. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, you know, at least he said, you know, a woman who's 50 years old, he's not trying to cradle. He's not trying to use this as an opportunity to cradle rob or anything right, like right, that sure, or, yeah, yeah. you know, get a trophy date or something like that. But yeah. we will be there on Friday night with our, our little, little table. table. And we'll see you there. I love the way he said that. I think that should be the name. If we ever write a book about this show, <laughs> that should be Mark and Neander Paul. And their little our table. little table. Our little table. You're just joining the program this morning. It's Mark so, and Neander Paul's dating service, apparently. Yeah, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, things have changed. you got to be super careful about this kind of stuff yeah, we now. we can't do it in a time when your buddy uh, yours could just set you up with somebody. Yeah, we're going to set you up with somebody. We get that a lot. We get people calling us asking us if we can set them up. And the reality is, uh, no, we can't. Yeah, I, I mean, we can. We can, but it's not on short notice. We, no. We have to go through, as they say, through legal. Yes. Yeah. Be, here, here's the deal. So this guy called. He said he'd won six tickets from us. Right. And then he got divorced, and, he, and, and, and you know he should be thankful he didn't lose half the stiff ticket, uh, sticks tickets in the, the divorce. <laughs> he said, "Well, he's been through a messy divorce a, a while ago, and he had this girl he was going to go with. She got sick, and, and he called as he said, you know, I, I, I by got the way, the show's not till Friday, and she already knows she's sick. Uh, uh oh, well, that's another issue. Just but saying. anyway, he called and he says this. So I got nobody to go with, and I know you guys are going to be there with your little table or whatever that. <laughs> Friday night? We will be we there. Are, yeah, we're going to be there with our little table or whatever. Yes, at Sticks. We yes. will be there with our little table. Well, 
the guy said, you know, can you set me up? And we're like, you know, we really can't. We can't Because it's yeah. just, you know. Yeah, we shot him down pretty quickly. It's too much liability there. And, right. I, know, and I know we sound like wet blankets and no, no, no fun. And Trust you know. me, it's it's not worth it. I mean, yeah. look, as much as we would love to be able to create a love connection We'd and be back, and be back in two and two, the reality is, um, no, we can't. It's just it's just too dangerous now. And yet? So, yeah, the requirements, I meet them all. I love six. I would love to go. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You meet a new friend. No, there's no, far no, no, other there's, things that could happen. There's ha- an entire it, gamut of horrible things that could happen. That's exactly the reason why we can't do it. They very likely wouldn't. One involves murder. What's the worst right. that could happen? Murder. Murder could yeah. happen. <laughs> yes. I mean, we're not saying it would, but it could. It's not beyond the realm of possibility. He listed this series of requirements of, you know, uh, no attachments. Right. She's got to be single. Right. Uh, and he said, it, oh, and he said, fifty or over. He's not trying to cradle Rob, which I admire. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, but uh, yeah, everybody. A lot of people were interested. No, it was it was it was it was pretty surprising to me. Yeah, a lot of people. Hi. Um, I just hear that on the on the radio. That I was listening that that gentleman got the free ticket. <laughs> he didn't have anybody to go with it. Yeah. The little table on a stick. <laughs> I fit in all the categories because it's, I'm a widow and I'm uh, I'm 51 years old and I'm female and I have nothing to do. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's, again, she's got the, apparently after the show, there's going to be that repertory theater presentation of Mark and Neanderthal's Little Table on a Stick, which will be available at the Arizona State Fair this fall. Right, right. This was actually a Little Table at Sticks is yes, what we're yes. actually doing. <laughs> little Table on a on Stick. Friday is- night. That, that lady, actually, both of those ladies were super nice and yeah. super cool yeah. and, and would be great to go to. <laughs> a show with you just you know as we were saying it times have changed you know that's yeah. this is why we can't have nice things well now who are the people in your neighborhood the people that you meet each day well, you might be new to the program. Uh, this might be your first chance to hear the program in 2020. So we'll remind you, this is a little thing we like to call neighborhood nicknames. This is uh, where you, well, you, you've got people in your neighborhood that you sort of wave to. Hey, Mike, every day. And uh, and you don't know who they are, but you have to explain what they're doing or, or, or some of the strange things about them to people without knowing their actual name. So you got to give them a neighborhood nickname. And that's what this is all about. Like, for example, I had uh, uh, a very attractive woman move in across the street from me a couple of years ago. Okay. Very good looking girl she came knocked on my door i'm not sure if she had to legally announce who she was and why she was in the neighborhood but she introduced herself and stuff like and that was like the last time i saw her for the better part of two years all right she resurfaced on like christmas eve so she'll now be known as amelia Earhart because she just disappeared and i don't know where i've seen her twice in two and a half years the day that she introduced herself and then on christmas eve she just waved to me as she was driving by all right all right i'm like oh there's my neighbor that i've never seen so we ask you you got somebody your neighbor you know, you don't know their name, but they've got some characteristic, and you give them a name. They're the cruisers. Why are they the cruisers? They kind of cruise the neighborhood as if they don't live there, but yet they just end up parking in the driveway after they've made their little cruise and stint. Is there a heavy prostitution element in your neighborhood? <laughs> it's Phoenix, right? <laughs> nice. You know what? Somebody like that is probably the type who people nickname like the HOA Nazi. That's probably what they're doing, is cruising looking for violations of HOA stuff. Yeah, see, I don't have an HOA in my neighborhood, but so. I do have, I do, there's like a, a there's some sort of an, an code enforcement officer that does drive oh, sure. through my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. that's his job, as opposed yeah. to the neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> right? It was just being nosy. So, another neighborhood nickname? Yeah, 
so we had this guy that lived catty corner, like to our backyard. And we'd always see him on the roof and had no idea why. And come to find out, he was kind of like, I guess, a hoarder. And his house was so full that he would just like camp out on his roof. And so, of course, we called him Roof Boy. A roof rat, I think, would have been the one, yeah. Well, I think, you know, a little respect is in order. He is a homeowner. Roof man, I think, would be more appropriate. Or Rufus. (laughs) Rufus would be great. Rufus would have worked, yeah. Who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Busy week as we uh, get back from the holidays. Yeah, I, I, I did a lot over the holidays, more over the holidays than uh, than I normally do because I, you know, I have the lady friend now lady that I'm just friend, sort of yeah. hanging around and stuff like that. Yeah, that's so a good time of season for you know, to have somebody. You met know. a lot of her for a lot of her family, yeah. like, which was kind of interesting. You know, we uh, I, I forgot to tell you this. We you know we went back over to East because I wanted to see my dad. As you know, if you've been listening to the program, my dad is ninety and he's suffering from dementia. All oh, right, and and I went back because it'd probably be the last time that he would recognize me. And he, okay. Yeah. He, did, he did recognize me. Well, that's awesome. Wasn't able to use my name, but he definitely recognized me when he saw me first off. And which is nice. Th- yeah, it was. And there was like there were like ten of us there, and we went to his room. And he, he's using a walker now, and, okay. he's, and he's got on his walker like a little like a carrying case, like a little Velcro pack in case he wants like to a put, fanny pack. Oh, it's almost like a fanny pack, but it's attached to his walker. Right, like 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 those little little uh, motorcycle. I mean, uh, uh, bicycle baskets. You know, like yep, that you have exactly. Little, and yeah. and he will sometimes put like extremely random stuff in there right sure. and so i'm like hey what do you got in here today dad and i opened it up and he had some pictures in there that i had never seen before you know hard copy photographs okay that i guess uh, my mom told me an old co-worker of his sent them like a month ago okay and they were photos and i had completely forgotten about this my dad this is this i thought this was really cool my dad was an architect for the city he worked for the city of new york he was a municipal worker okay and he was an architect and he would carry out the city's wishes in various projects, like they worked on the renovation of Yankee Stadium back in the 70s. Okay. And this one, he worked for the city working on the renovation of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, no kidding. Back in, 19, yeah, back in 1986. And the pictures are of him up on scaffolding that is around the head of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, no kidding. So he's standing there. There's one picture of him, and, you know, all of New York is in the background. He's 300 feet high in the air. Right. Very cool stuff. And there's another picture of him, and this, you know, you know what scaffolding is like. You've yeah. got the, the sort of the wooden planks. Then you've got the steel like piping. It looks like it looks steel like plumbing piping. pipes. Yeah. And you've got one horizontal pipe about halfway up, and then another one about, you know, all the way up. That's the top of the scaffolding. And there's one of him standing on the middle rung of the scaffolding, which I would never do. No. Especially 300 feet in the air. No, I, I get your, your old man had more balls than Spalding. Good <laughs> for him, he, yeah. And he is picking the nose of the Statue of Liberty. Which, which look, I would do. Yeah, I was just going to say. If I had the chance. I was just going to say, uh, if you have the means, I highly recommend <laughs> you take that shot. Yeah. yeah. I thought, that, I was like, this is my dad. He's up at the crown of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, right, I right. thought that was very cool. I was really proud of that. I said to my mom, you got to get me copies of these pictures somehow. Well, now, you know, you really could have just taken that I, picture, put I, it down I, on a table, and, and taken a picture even, of it with your cell phone, right? I didn't even think of it. Yeah, I you would have had really a perfect forgot. digital copy of it. My sister and my brother are in the area, so I'll ask them to do it for me. 
Okay, yeah, because I got to get those pictures. Any, they were, I had never seen them. They were phenomenal. Anytime you get a picture of your father picking the nose of the Statue of Liberty, I mean, I mean how many people you think on the planet have a picture of that? <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean that's, a, that's not many. That's, that's pretty badass. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it was it was it was really neat. So. Oh, well, that's yeah, that's a great story. It was it was one of the one of the best things that came out of being back east. You know, oh, it was just a awesome. nice nice thing. So I got to get that picture. If I do, if I remember, I'll try and post it at some point in time. But yeah, you know, it's a cool deal. All right. As we broadcast on the Mark and Neanderthal program. From Phoenix, Arizona, right in the heart of Maricopa County, the only county in the United States of America where people know the name of the county assessor. Yeah, well. Or should we say former county assessor. Paul Paul Peterson resigned yesterday. This is the guy who's got the whole perhaps fraudulent and illegal adoption ring going on the side. He's facing felony counts in several states. Crazy stuff. Yeah, and... and, uh and, and and he resigned because he was under scrutiny for his moonlighting endeavors. That's that's why. Like, remember remember back in the day when that was supposed to be a thing. Like if you had a single job and you got caught doing another job, you could actually lose your job. Depending on what the gig was. Yeah, yeah. Moonlighting is what they used to call yeah. that back in the day. I think I think Ralph Cramden almost lost his job moonlighting. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Well, a lot of these county officials, the recorder, the treasurer, a lot of them have other jobs. Right, and then and and Peterson certainly had one. Yeah, he certainly now, did. Listen, I I don't know if it's illegal or not. They they say it is. He'll go to court and he'll he'll try and prove his innocence. But it's nice that he has friends though, like like Woody from Cheers. Right, was, was right there to cheer him up. I don't worry, Mister Peterson. Something else will come along. Right, exactly. Isn't that nice? Of yeah, him? that was really nice. It's it's always good to have a support system. Yeah, I don't worry, Mister Peterson. Something else will come along. Sure, why not? So now that he's no longer the county assessor, I you know that he's just resigned. I I think. I think it might be time to, to use our county assessor. Oh, song really? Again? again? Right? All yeah. right. Yeah. Let's well, go. one, isn't it? All right. Sing along if you know the words. His name is Peterson and he got booked. It's alleged that he could be a dirty crook. They say he's into human trafficking. Those are not the job duties of the Maricopa County Assessor. County Assessor. The feds have got him and they want him to sing. They say he ran a fraudulent adoption ring. Allegedly. His job is determining the value of your home. It's a strange situation for the Maricopa County Assessor. County Assessor. County Assessor. I believe it's time for us to point out foibles, which is a real word. Oh, yeah. That I first saw in Mad Magazine as a kid. <laughs> it's time now for the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day at 736. Nice. I love that. The Mad Magazine memory. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's Dumbass, by the way, will be a, a New Year's Eve celebration gone awry. Oh, boy. Now, we're always sponsored by Arrowhead Harley Davidson. You can check them out at arrowheadharley.com, and you'll see this at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. Today... We go to the home of Jerry the King Lawler, Memphis, Memphis Tennessee. Tennessee. Yep. And we meet Burger King employee, Ms. Oderial Moore Williams. Got the o- hyphenated last name there. Oder- 
Oderiel. Oderiel. That's her name? I believe it is. Oderiel, yep. why don't you bring me a sandwich? <laughs> this happened on January 1st, and as opposed to what U2 sings about, all was not quiet on, on New, New Year's, Year's Day. Day. Oderiel was working the counter at Burger King on New Year's Day when a customer came in holding a BK bag that she had just gotten while going through the drive-thru. Okay, then. And the customer complained to Oderiel that the drive-thru had gotten the order wrong. Oderiel, the drive-thru <laughs> seems to have messed up my order. And she asked for Oderiel's help in correcting the order. Well, Oderiel, in what I suspect might not be company policy in this situation, <laughs> began yelling and cursing at the customer. Have it your way. Telling her to get the hell out of the restaurant. <laughs> oh, Darielle. And I have not seen the Burger King employee handbook, but I'm guessing this is a slight deviation from company policy. I will tell you, having been a Burger King employee in my youth, uh, the Burgundy Corduroy chafes a little bit, mm -hmm. and that is not company policy. Right. Yeah, no, it couldn't be. And no. Times have changed since you were working there, but I'm sure this is still not company policy. Now, when I worked there, they let us wear the foam trucker hat with the big Burger King logo on it. It was awesome. <laughs> the customer, upon exiting the restaurant, had some choice words for Oderial also. So, Oderial! <laughs> so, Oderial, again, in what I'm certain is a, another slight deviation from policy, followed the customer outside <laughs> and pulled a gun on the customer. Oderial, <laughs> is that your Oderinger? <laughs> By this time, police had arrived and they arrested Oderial, who has also been fired. I, I'll tell you what, if she's able to avoid jail time for this, I would recommend any fast food place hire her not to work the counter, but sergeant at arms. Yeah, security. Right. Yeah, security, yeah. Might be a damn fine idea. Oderial, we have a disturbance <laughs> in the parking lot. Oderial Moore Williams. <laughs> That's your Mark and Neanderthal, dumbass of the day. Hey, fellas, I think that's a beautiful story you just told. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> 100 point seven KSLX. That is KISS. They'll be coming to town this year. Go check the KSLX concert calendar at KSLX.com. Earnhardt Auto Center's and Noble.com sponsor it. Controversy in the KISS camp, if you will. Did you see this? It was uh, while we were away on break. Apparently, Gene Simmons tweeted out a picture of himself having a bowl of cereal. He's a grown-ass adult. He can have cereal I, whenever I, the hell he wants. I did not see that. All right. So he tweets out this picture of him having a bowl of cereal. In the bowl of cereal were ice cubes. Gene like, Simmons apparently puts ice cubes in the milk for his cereal. Why? And people lost their minds over it. Why would he do that? Well, according to Gene Simmons, he goes, I was having a bowl of cereal. And why would anybody want the milk to get warm? What? So what's wrong with putting ice cubes in your bowl of cereal? <laughs> That's Gene Simmons' logic. I've never. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cereal connoisseur. I've never yeah. done that. There's nothing wrong with putting... Ice cubes in my cereal. <laughs> apparently, Gene Simmons, that's that's his thing. It's okay, apparently, for him. I don't get that at all. Now, he's always bragging about how filthy rich he is, right? Yes, and obviously. He is. And he's, yeah, he's probably can, got, yeah. Can he not afford a refrigerator that keeps his milk cold? Who the hell takes that long to eat a bowl of cereal? Right. I mean, you know. Uh, I mean, 480-470-KSLX. <laughs> ice in your cereal? <laughs> yeah, the hell? That's a thing. I mean, I, occasionally, I guess, well, for Gene Simmons, it's a thing. Occasionally, my wife will nurse a glass of white wine, and then it gets a little warmer than she likes, and she'll pop a cube in there. But right, yeah. 
no, milk. But, but uh, my ex-wife used to do that milk? too. She would put ice in her wine to water it down a little bit to make the make the the glass last a little longer. Hang on, let me ask this guy. Right, Have ahead. you ever eaten a bowl of cereal and put ice in the milk to keep it cold? Never. Thank right. you very much. Right. That's ridiculous. Are we going insane? A I've Gene, never heard of such a thing. This just in, Gene Simmons is a communist. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? Knock it off. I do not know. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and again, I don't know anybody that's ever, I mean, and by the way, if you're eating a bowl of cereal and the milk, who cares about the temperature of the milk while you're eating the cereal? You're just, the trick is to eat the Captain Crunch before it gets all soggy. Well, I think that's the trick. I think you made the point before. How long does it take you to eat a bowl of cereal? How distractible is this guy? <laughs> How many things does he have going on that he can't focus on a bowl of cereal and finish it before the milk gets warm? I, 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 don't get me wrong. Again, I, I, uh, I'm with you on this one, Mark. Cereal, I'm, I'm. let me just say I'm all in on that project. Cereal, any time of the day or night for a snack or any meal, I'm good with it. I, but no ice in your cereal. Don't yeah. do that. I haven't That's had like any, putting ice in a beer. The last year or two, I haven't had that much of it. But man, oh man, the first 56 years, I ate more than most people do in a lifetime. Yeah, I love me some cereal. Cereal is awesome. I love me some cereal. But I do not like the idea of ice in the milk. If you're going to do that, you might as well just have skim milk if you want watery, watery tasting milk. Real men don't need ice in their milk right. for cereal. Real men will eat the bowl of cereal before the, before the milk gets warm. We've been playing clips all week from our, our conversation with James Young from Styx who's been in the band the whole time. He's played 4,500 to 5,000 stick shows, never missed one of them. And one of the nicest guys in music. I mean, just a, just a, just a, and all the guys in Sticks. Like you talk about bands that you know, some people have bad story. I don't know anybody has a bad story to talk about with no. Sticks. Nice guys, super and we, nice guys. We talked about their travel arrangements these days. How do you guys generally travel these days? Are you are you all together on one bus? Do you each have your own private Learjet? <laughs> Clue us in. Well, we live scattered across North America, and so we all fly to the first show, and then everybody gets on a bus. The band gets on one bus, crew gets on the other bus. I fly to the first first show, and the bus is there, and we go on from there. 5,000 shows, almost 50 years. Is there a place on the planet you haven't played that you would like to? We've never been South America. We were in Aruba, which is darn close, and I, I kind of consider it South America. We've never been to Australia, never been to Africa. We came close to being there, but uh, I've, I've heard uh, Buenos Aires is a beautiful place. I might want to play there. But uh, All right. Is there a place on the planet that you'll never want to return to again? <laughs> uh, you know, every, every city, large and small, has its own unique charm, and, and you learn something new every place you go. So uh, I'm open for going wherever. He's such a nice guy. He won't even mention he, Apache <laughs> Junction by name. He won't even, Not talk even by about name. any yeah. small town that nope. he's never going back to. Nope. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? 
Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 